this season is calling for diverse groups of people to come together and say we may look a little different, we may sound a little different, we may go at this a little bit of a different way, but we have the same intent. We want to reach our communities for Christ. We want to see the church move forward. And so whatever is required of me to make that happen, I'm in. Why? Because we're only as strong as our weakest link. And we are in a real battle where there's real casualties. Life and death is real. Heaven and hell are real. And we need to quit treating the church like it's a Boy Scout troop and start acting like we are Marines. Start acting like we're in the army of God. Start acting like what we do matters. Start taking ownership at the level that God has blessed you. It's the spirit of leading second. We're excited to announce Leading Second Camp, an inaugural event for the Leading Second Tribe. From the second chair, for the second chair. Featuring Brandon Stewart and Larry Bry. Leading Second Camp, March 3rd, 2022, Austin, Texas. Spots are limited. Register now at leadingsecondcamp.com. Why am I excited about the leading second camp? What's up, everyone? This is Matt Kaiser from Centerpoint Church. Hey, this is Andrew Schaff from Velocity Church. Hey, what's going on? My name is David, and I currently attend the Movement Church. Pumped for Leading Second Camp. I'm so excited to attend the Leading Second Camp coming up in March. I'm so excited for the connections, the relationships, but I really believe there will be a divine presence. And I'm expectant that this is going to revitalize so many second chair leaders. To be strong leaders for God's kingdom, learn how to steward well the mission and vision of, of their pastors. Where second chair leaders have the opportunity to connect, be poured into. It's so unique in the church today to have a group of second, third, fourth chair leaders that are gathering together to be able to learn and grow together. And just create a movement of healthy and engaged second chair leaders. Just so we can lead ourselves well, so that we can serve our pastors well, and so that we can lead our teams well. For many church leaders, we had an experience at a camp, whether it was a, a summer camp, a discipleship camp, some type of environment that was created for us to remove distractions and be so keyed into what God wanted to do in and through our life. And so now as second chair leaders are going to gather together and have camp, I believe that it's going to be a special space where we will be renewed, will be refreshed, where the visions that we lead and that we carry, even though it may be the vision of a leader that we are serving, I believe that God is going to give such a fresh desire to lead that like never before. I believe that our churches, our families, the cities that we serve are going to be better reached because of the work that God is going to do in us as leaders, the relationships that we built, the resources that will be given, and the moments that will be had through leading second camp.
This is the Leading Second podcast, where we're on a mission to raise up uncommon church builders and be the kind of leaders our pastors would kill to have on the team. The Leading Second podcast releases every Thursday morning. So hit subscribe, share this episode with your team, and let's join Pastor Brandon Stewart for another vital conversation for all of us who lead in the middle. Second, welcome back to season four of the Leading Second podcast. My name is Brandon Stewart. We're so excited you're here today for what is our final episode of season four. Uh, I can't believe we're here. Uh, another season uh, successfully closed, and I'm just so thankful that you're here and a part of this space that we've created. Of course, Leading Second is dedicated uh, to all of us who lead from the middle. And we created the space to give dignity and value to that role. And so if you're here and a part of this, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And I also want to say as we get started today, a really big happy new year. 2021 has been a crazy year, has been in some ways a challenging year. Uh, I would say it has been a clarifying year and a realigning year uh, for many of us in our churches. But, and I don't know about you, but I am so full of faith for what God is going to do in our lives and in our churches in 2022. I can't remember a December where I've had more faith and expectation in my heart for a new year. And this episode today is dedicated uh, to that because I know that if we want to believe God for more, we also need to be able to facilitate uh, the more that God wants to do. In our lives. And so today, what I wanted to do, I'm going to take the episode by myself. And today, I just wanted to share with you some of my personal favorite leadership lessons. And uh, I want to offer you the roadmap that I'm setting for myself, you know, setting direction and intention around the new year. And if I'm going to do it, I figure maybe there's someone out there who'd want to do it with me. And so today, uh, if that's you, then just receive this and receive this challenge into your life as we head into a new year full of new possibility. So today's episode is called Leading Yourself. Leading Yourself. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to issue for you the Leading Yourself Challenge. So stick around, take this episode straight to the end. Join me in uh, the first few weeks of the year being highly intentional, the, the Leading Yourself Challenge. You see, every leader has a day where they are born. Every leader has a day where they are born. A day where they transition from not being a leader to being a leader. There, there's a day in the life of every leader where that journey begins. Now, this is different from people being born leaders. I don't believe everyone is born a leader uh, I believe leaders are grown and developed intentionally, but every leader has a day where they transition, where they shift, and they embrace the responsibility to lead. The responsibility to lead. And what is that responsibility? It is a responsibility to lead others. It's a day where you move past the, the, the outside looking in view of leadership that's all about the perks and the promotion and the possibility, but it's a day where you accept the responsibility to lead others. But how many of you know 
that before we can lead others, we must effectively lead ourselves. And so today's conversation is dedicated around that idea. Before we can lead others, we must first lead ourselves. Let's go to the word for a minute. First Timothy chapter four. I love first and second Timothy uh, because I see leading second in um, these beautiful books of the Bible. You see this a little bit more, you know, seasoned senior leader talking to his protege. You hear the, the charge. You hear the mentoring. You hear the wisdom. You hear the experience, someone who has been banged up and beat up a little bit on the journey and has something to say about it, you know, and, and I see that particularly come alive in a few different verses in first Timothy four. And, uh, let's hear these words of the apostle Paul to the younger Timothy in first Timothy chapter four, verse seven, he says, this have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives tales, rather train yourself to be godly. Come on, someone hear it today. Train yourself to be godly. Do you hear the intentionality? Do you hear the focus? Uh, let's go to verse 12. Let's hear it again. He says this, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. I just love it. Set an example. So we, we have train yourself to be godly. We have set an example. And then in verse 15, he says this, be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. To me, that sounds like leading yourself. That sounds like the responsibility of a leader to, before they lead others, to embrace the responsibility of leading themselves. So I have a question for you today as we get started. Here's my question. How can you offer the best of who you are? If you're not taking care of the best of who you are, that's a John Maxwell thought. How can you offer the best of who you are if you're not taking care of the best of who you are? Let, let, let's say it a little bit of a different way, a little punchier way. If you wouldn't follow you, why should anyone else? <laughs> Ouch, right? If you wouldn't follow you, then why should anybody else? John Maxwell also said it like this in his book, The 360 Degree Leader. He said this, if I can't lead myself, others won't follow me. If I can't lead myself, others won't respect me. And if I can't lead myself, others won't partner with me. Here's why I wanted to bring this thought to you uh, on the doorstep of a new year. Here's my question for you today. One year from now, so at the end of 2022, one year from now, do you want to be at the same place as a leader that you are today? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that everyone listening to this today, wherever you're uh, listening to this, driving, working out, in your room, whatever, I'm going to guess that everyone would resound a great big no, I don't want to be at the same place as a leader that I am today. So then my question for you today is this, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to take that intention and make it a reality? Because without new intention 
And without a new design to your life and the way you approach your life, I believe we could risk poor stewardship, which would be arriving at the end of a year and having no forward movement in our leadership journey to show for it. To me, that's like, you know, the master in Matthew 25, Jesus teaches the parable of the talent, the master giving talents to one and the, you know, servant at the end of the time returning with one. I don't know about you, but, but I don't want to be that leader. I want to be the one that is given an opportunity and makes something of it. You know, often when we think of leadership, we think of the people that we're going to lead. We think of opportunities to be out front. We think of the chance to influence others. And I think a case can be made that all of those things are good. But you and I both know that the greatest opportunity we ever have begins with these two words, leading yourself. In other words, the greatest opportunity that any leader has is leading the person that fogs up the mirror right in front of you. But to make this a reality, it's like we're going to have to get in the leadership gym. Because no one can do your leadership push-ups for you. I mean, if you want to get ripped in, in 2022, you and I both know you're going to have to get in the gym. You're going to have to get underweight. You're going to have to get under pressure. You're going to have to get under tension. And no one can do that work for you. No one can get abs for you. You know, no one can trim up for you, lean up for you. If, if you want the leadership strength, you have to get in the leadership gym. Here's some questions I want to ask you today just to get your mind going. Questions for you today would be things like, how's your spiritual life? I mean, just being honest, just you and I here right now before God, like, how's your spiritual life? How are you doing spiritually? It's been a lot the last, you know, couple of years. How are you doing? Are you leading yourself well spiritually? Uh, how's your family life? You know, are, are you leading your family toward the things of God. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Man, I just feel God all over that question today as I'm recording this for someone who might listen to this. Maybe that's your question. How, how's my family? How, how's your leadership learning doing? Like, are you growing as a leader? Do you know more today than you knew yesterday as a leader? Another question, how's your skill development? Are you sharpening the saw, as it says in Ecclesiastes 10 and 10? Are you um, sharper today than you were yesterday. How's your daily routine? How are you emotionally? I mean, these are just questions for you to maybe sit with for a second, maybe even pause this episode. Like, how am I doing? Third John, you know, says the idea or speaks to the idea. I pray that you'd be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. I just wonder how, how you're doing today. Of course, please, if we can help in any way, please DM me and reach out. Let me share with you this thought now. I think this a lot to myself. The greatest gift I give my pastor is a healthy me. The greatest gift I give my pastor is a healthy me. This year for me is all about health overgrowth. I am kind of done with the growth conversations, accomplishing more, growing churches, doing more. I'm kind of over it. I get it. And at the end of the day, I do believe that biblical faithfulness includes fruitfulness. I get it. But to me, healthy things naturally grow. You can grow in an unhealthy way. 
But to me, if you're healthy, you're going to grow and you're going to be able to sustain it for the long haul. Let me say it like this. It's not my pastor's job to see that I'm reading my Bible. (laughs) You know, that's my job. Or let me say it like this. I get my vision from my pastor, but my approval from God. Oh man, I had that backwards for a long time where I think I got my, you know, approval from my pastor and I didn't realize I was doing it. And the healthier I've you know, become in my leadership journey, the more I realize I get vision from my pastor. I want direction from my pastor. Tell me the hill that we're going to take. You know, tell me the pasture we're leading the sheep to. Like I'm in heart and soul, but I get my approval from God. And when my approval comes from God who formed me and created me and designed me and commissioned me anyways, um, I'm not looking to fill that void or fill that need in an unhealthy way from any man or woman, including my pastor. I lead myself well so that I can lead on behalf of my pastor and lead others well. I've had moments, maybe you've had moments too, where I've been burned out, where I've been doing, you know, I felt like I was doing too much or I didn't feel like I could handle all of it. But I often think this thought to myself, burnout is not the result of doing too much. It can't be. Because quite frankly, there are people out there that are handling a lot more than you and I are, and they're doing just fine. So burnout is not directly related to amount of work or amount to do. Burnout, exhaustion, those kinds of things, they seem to me to come from a failure to anticipate and prepare for increased responsibility that leadership brings. It's like, you know, we, we pray and ask God for more. And because God is faithful and God is good, you know, sometimes he answers that prayer and the more comes. And then because we haven't prepared practically to steward and handle more, we can end up resenting more. We can end up being burned out by more. And, you know, the very thing you prayed for becomes a burden. All comes back to leading yourself well. So I have three thoughts for you on how you lead yourself. We're just going to breeze through them really fast. Leading yourself, here, here's my roadmap. Like, here's my focus. Number one is set intention. Number two, embrace rhythms. And number three is optimize health. Let me explain. If you're going to lead yourself well, first of all, you're going to have to set intention. Every day, every month, every quarter, even for the whole year, you're going to have to set intention around your life. Where do I want to be at the end of this month? Like how, how, where do I want to be at the end of this year? And we're going to talk at the end of this episode here about three specific areas in which we can set intention. Uh, I really believe though, that you won't make progress unless you can see clearly where you're at, where you want to go and the gap in between where you're at, where you want to go and the gap in between. That's how you set intention. It's kind of like the old TV show that used to be on years ago, Biggest Loser. It's like your biggest loser moment. It's like you you get on the scale, you you see the results. My pastor calls that your non-negotiable reality. It is your starting point. And uh, you may not like it. That number may bother you. You know, but it's like you see where you're at and then you set intention and you set your mind. Here's where I want to go this year. 
and you mitigate and you close any gaps that exist between where you are and where you want to go. Like, like you need to, to set your intention and intention is so important because you're going to need it every single day. You're maybe going to need it before every single meeting or every single task set intention. Number two, embrace rhythms. I am so over the conversation about having the perfect life or the perfect career or the perfect this. I think perfection is a myth. I also think that balance is a myth. I don't believe that most successful, thriving, healthy leaders actually feel balanced. I don't really hear that a part of the leadership conversation. I don't even necessarily see balance in the Bible. Um, What I do see in the word of God and what I do see from healthy, thriving leaders is rhythm. I believe every area of your life can be in rhythm. And let me say every intention, going back to my first point, Every intention that you set deserves a rhythm. In fact, I should have said earlier in this lesson, you'll never outrun who you are daily. You can you can set your mind around every intention you want to and where you want to be at the end of the year. But if that doesn't make its way into your daily routine, you'll never see real lasting, sustainable change in your life as a leader. So every intention deserves a rhythm. And then number three, I just put down optimize health realize like set your mind set your heart this is not about growth this is about health and healthy things naturally grow healthy things grow sustainably healthy things bear good fruit make health your target this year not just growth i hope this is okay for you guys today wanted to bring you some of my favorite leadership lessons on leading yourself so let's take this one more layer in real fast. And here's where I'm going to issue the leading yourself challenge. I want to challenge you this year to do just this. And even if you would join me for the first 30 days of 2022, or whenever you hear this podcast, we're going to take 30 days. We're going to set intention. We're going to embrace rhythms and we're going to optimize health. And I'm going to call us to do this in three specific ways. My pastor taught a simple leadership lesson years ago that honestly, it was so simple. It was so good. um, It changed my life. It's something I really was able to weave into my understanding. And it was a leadership lesson called your leadership saw, S-A-W, built off of Ecclesiastes 10 and 10. Your leadership saw about sharpening the saw. And he broke it down like this, that if we're going to grow as leaders, we need to grow in leadership skill, leadership attitude, and leadership wisdom. Leadership skill, of course, is um, around the idea that leadership is made up of specific learned behaviors that you can um, train yourself to grow as, as a leader, to carry yourself as a leader, leadership includes people skills, communication skills, organizational skills, recruiting skills, fundraising skills. I mean, you, you name it, Bible study skills. You, there are specific skills that your role and your responsibilities need from you. And you can actually sharpen the leadership skills of your life every single day. Number two is your attitude because leadership attitude affects leadership capacity. A 
a leader's attitude is caught by his or her followers more than their actions are. In other words, people will will hear what you say and see what you do, but they will become who you are. When you are uncertain, people can feel that about you. When you are insecure, people can feel that about you. They can feel your attitude, but people can also feel when you're confident. They can feel when you're at peace. They can feel clarity. They can feel focus. And man, this one's so powerful. If you can set intention around your attitude, this is not just like, like positive self-helpy talk here. This is being transformed by the renewing of your mind into the attitudes that honor Christ, you know, that, that, that take your leadership journey forward as a Christ follower, as a church leader. So that's leadership attitude. And then finally, leadership wisdom. There are things you don't know right now that you need to know. There's perspective you need. Uh, there's wisdom you need. And um, I believe that God is well able, if you'll ask, he's well able to bring the leadership wisdom you need into your life. Uh, but you're going to have to seek it. You're going to have to ask. The Bible challenges us to ask and uh, to seek it. And when we seek it, we will find it. Leadership skill, leadership attitude, leadership wisdom. So here's how the leading yourself challenge is going to go. I'm wanting to challenge you to take the first uh, six weeks of the year. It's about 40 days. Take the first 40 days or six weeks of the year. And I want you to set intention in each of these three areas. What is a leadership skill that you want to sharpen? What's a leadership attitude you want to see God renew your mind about? And what is leadership wisdom that you want to actively seek out. I want you to set those intentions. Okay. Secondly, I want to challenge you to embrace rhythms around each of those intentions, set rhythms. So for example, what skill are you going to work on for 15 minutes a day, every day, like no skipping days. I'm going to put 15 minutes of my day every day to sharpening this skill in my attitude. Um, here's something I'm doing. I am going to take for every day for six weeks, I'm going to take one minute transitions between everything I do and spend one minute in the presence of God, one minute asking God to renew my mind, even, even if it means getting in the word, one minute transitions between everything, me, by myself, with the Lord, renewing my mind, getting releasing the tension of a previous meeting, or, you know, the baggage of earlier in the day, bringing my very best into the space that God is asking me to enter. That could be before a meeting. It could be before a message. It could be before a new opportunity, a new conversation, one minute transitions between everything. And then a wisdom rhythm for me. And I want to challenge you to read 15 pages of a book every single day, 15 pages of a book every single day, like knockout and find wisdom in an area you don't yet have it. The only way you can skip reading on a day is if you have a 30-minute conversation with a friend or trusted leader. You can skip your reading for the day if you have a 30-minute conversation minimum uh, with a friend or trusted leader. I hope that makes sense. Set intention. Come on, somebody. Embrace rhythm. And then optimize health. Just set our mind. This year is about health. 
overgrowth. Like we're not going to try to get there fast. We're going to try to get there healthy and well. Come on, if you wouldn't follow you, why should anybody else? I pray today's challenged you. I pray today uh, is leading you to a place that I'm leading myself, a place of intentionality going into 2020. You and just imagine what we could do, what we could see God do in our lives, in our churches. Our, our, you know, what do you believe in God for? It's such a great question, but I just want to follow it with, you know, how are you going to lead yourself well this year to steward all that God wants to do in your life? Let me pray for you. Father, right now, I thank you for every leader that is a part of this tribe that we call Leading Second. What an incredible gift it is, Lord, that we get to have conversations and build relationships around these ideas I pray for every leader listening today, God, I pray that you would protect them by the power of your great name. I pray that you would provide for them in every way this year. And I pray, Jesus, that that something that has been said today has resonated by the Spirit of God in their heart and their mind. I pray that as we are diligent about leading our lives, that we will be found faithful before you and that we would ultimately hear those words. We so long to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. We want to steward every opportunity well for you this year, Jesus, not for our glory, not for our name, not for our platform, but for the advancement of your church and for the glory of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus that you will be lifted high in our world in 2022. Lord knows our cities desperately need you, Jesus, and we want to be a part of, of making you known and seeing true transformation come in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, hey, happy new year. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, this is our final episode for season four of the podcast. We are picking back up in early March for season five. I can't even believe it. It's going to be a big year. Get registered for Leading Second Camp. Uh, stay tuned to this space on and, and in our social media. We're going to talk more about the Leading Yourself Challenge. We're here for you. We love you, Leading Second. Until next time, let's run strong for the kingdom and lead in an uncommon way together. Come on. Happy New Year. For more information, check out leadingsecond.com. Follow us on Instagram at leadingsecond and join us on the Leading Second Collective on Facebook.